Digital is the future, and we are that future. Touch HD. Well, guys, today I'm chatting to Mutli Mukhasi in the studio. Um, some of you will remember, I think we've spoken before on the radio, about Epicurean Wines, which he is sort of one of the brainchilds. I mean, it, he is one of the owners of this brainchild, which is Epicurean. Mutli, thanks for joining me at Touch. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> Good to see you again. Yeah. You. So, anybody who knows their red wine knows that Epicurean is a top-end Bordeaux-style blend, the first vintage of which was? 2003. 2003. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's been a long journey. It's uh, very tell exciting. Us quickly, so. Tell the listeners quickly about the journey. It's you and a couple of mates. Yes. Um, uh, Bazi Mashilawa is one of the partners, and so is uh, Mos Masheng. Mm. Uh, and we had a fourth original partner in the form of uh, Ron Gold. Who's since gone back to the U.S.? Has he gone back to the U.S.? Yes, yeah. Ron I is, never uh, thought he'd go back. Actually, he didn't want to, did yeah, he? Yeah, but uh, he's retired and he's gone. With him and his wife have gone living back on to Martha's me. Vineyard, the bugger. Martha's Vineyard, yeah, in Sarasota. Yes. In, uh, yeah. So yeah. that was in two thousand ish that you started talking about this collaboration. Yes. Yeah. First vintage, two thousand and three. Yep. Uh, Bottled at the Rupert and Rothschild Winery. Yeah, we got it offered the opportunity to to make a Bordeaux style blend, and yeah, the facilities at Rupert Rothschild, as you know, are excellent facilities. Yes. And I remember one of the discussions we we're having is what kind of wine actually, uh, what style of uh, Bordeaux blend, uh, and I think as we've discussed before, yeah. our approach is really kind of like almost like old world kind of style. And nothing, it is nothing big fruits, uh, really really elegant, and mm. and wines with finesse. Yes. And over the years, you know, I'm not a huge proponent of, of keeping South African wine because I've just always sold European wines. But I have to I have to sort of um, swallow my pride and say that you can keep some South African red wines. And Epicurean is one of them because we've done the odd vertical tasting, you and I. And they have shown particularly well for having been kept a little bit longer in the cellar. Yeah, I think we had a point to prove. Uh, so we had a few themes in developing uh, the, the the wine. The one, obviously, is that we wanted purity of fruit. Yeah. You wanted complexity. Uh, you wanted great balance and aromatic harmony. Mm. But it had to last for, for a long time. It's a tall order. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It to last for a long time. And Ask the maker at Chateau Margaux, And had to be able to drink lots of it at a sitting. Mm. You know, we didn't want mm. wines, certain red wines. Big hectic. They're yeah. hectic. You have two mm. glasses and you feel like you've had a meal. Yeah. Uh, whereas with Epicurean, you can have plenty of glasses yeah. uh, of the wine. They, they are. They've got that beautiful restrained elegance, um, which not many South African red wines have, I have to say. Getting better. Many more people paying a lot more attention to that better, that delicate balance. But I think Skulk Willem Jubert was your winemaker for the first... Uh, for the first five years. But five was, years? Yeah. Well, and he's been supervising. Uh, Yvonne Lester has yes. been... Uh, yeah. Yes. So you go out personally and source fruit, don't you? 
well, from specific vineyards that turn you on? Yeah, so, so we've, we've got an opportunity every year to look at different uh, vineyards. Yeah. As a result, the blend is different. So we get to pick the best in that particular it's vintage. Yeah. You're one of the first people to do that. I mean, there are a lot of people doing that now, sourcing fruit from all over the place. Yeah. But I think that the Epicurean label was one of the first where you said, I want to find the best fruit oh, I in think the Neil was actually... Neil was the first yeah, one to do yeah, it ever, yeah. yeah. So, you were a close second. Yeah. So, so you go sourcing. How do you do that? Well, the contract uh, vineyards uh, that are part of the the people that we work with. Uh, mm. So we get to to choose and and taste uh, and do some vineyard uh, visits throughout the the growing season. Uh, and then once the wines come into the cellar, you you have a look at what's how they've performed uh, after vinification. And then you, you select the, the best bottles. So you're very hands-on, I know, because you get involved in the tasting and you get involved in the blending mm. and all that sort of stuff. You've got these contract vineyards. You get the fruit in. It comes into the winery. Um, clearly, you can only really start getting involved in mixing, blending, tasting, feeling, touching a couple of months on once the wine is ready for tasting. Mm. Um have you got a panel of tasters? What do you do? Do you partners all jump on a plane and rush down to the farm and taste? Yes, uh, so it's, it's actually a nice ritual for, for us. Uh, we all partners uh, get down to to to, uh, to the vineyard. Uh, we sit with a with a vineyard uh, with a winemaker, mm-hmm. um, and we go through a whole selection process. And sometimes we start with as many as thirty. F- uh, Components. Uh, com- components and decide on the base wine and then we start playing around with the blend to try and express the vintage uh, as it presents itself yeah. uh, given all those elements here. Yeah. Um, How much are you bottling at this stage of the game? How many uh, only 6,000 only 6, bottles. Uh, really? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I think that's how we're able to to be able to keep the wines uh, for long. As you know, we only release our wines five, six, seven years after yes. vintage, yes. Uh, which means our stock holding is, is not as great. So I guess if you're doing it's not 100, a very 000, clever business to try and get rich on, is it? <laughs> not a little partic- bit capital intensive. Yeah, not, not particularly. <laughs> especially if you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we believe that this is how red wine should be drunk. A lot mm. of people only get exposed to wine that's two or three years old, and that whacks you uh, on the palate. Uh, it whacks you and it gives you a completely skewed, slanted vision of what red wine should really be like. It should be this gorgeous, silky, soft, smooth, velvety stuff that you can't stop drinking. You know? Absolutely. That's, that's what it yeah. should be. And that's what Epicurean really no, is. And it's an, we offer people an opportunity to drink out of our cellar, yeah. uh, in, in a sense. Uh, yes. And often when we've offered people uh, Epicurean, people who don't drink red wine, they drink a few glasses of the red wine. So if you really want to try a red wine as it should be drunk, even if you, you don't like red it's, wine. It's a fantastic a option. And I think, I mean, this is going out just before Christmas because we've got a big surprise for all the listeners, which we haven't even spoken about yet. But please just put it into your shopping basket for this year, for Christmas presents. If you really don't, not even if you don't know what to buy your father for Christmas, even if you do know what to buy, buy him a bottle of Epicurean as well to go with it because there shouldn't be a single Christmas dinner table in South Africa without a bottle of Epicurean on it. It's delicious. It's completely and utterly delicious. Can you imagine turkey cranberry sauce with that wine? We have to have that. And then if you're doing, 
Christmas puddings and brandy butters and all those kind of things, I've got something better for you because Motley has got a surprise for us. I tasted it yesterday in the midst of all the chaos, the load shedding and the everything. Motley rushed into my shop with a brand new bottle for me to taste. It's your new baby. Tell the listeners. Yeah, it's a, it's a long uh, journey as we, <laughs> as we have a career. I think we, I mean, we've spent a bit of time thinking through a partner for elegant uh, Bordeaux blend, red Bordeaux blend. And the natural discussion becomes, do you stay with a Bordeaux uh, theme, uh, which means... Are you Sauvignon Blanc and Sauvignon Blanc, Sauvignon blend. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the partners have a deep affinity for Burgundy and Chardonnay, all things. And it kind of became a natural way for us to do yeah. pro- progression for us. And then, obviously, then you say, how do you do it? Obviously, the biggest question is always the vineyard. Uh, so we started going in search of a perfect vineyard uh, site, and Elgin beckoned. Uh, so, so we've just so it's just Epicurean 2018. Uh, never made before in, in the made history in of Epicurean yeah. have you released something a year after you harvested it. <laughs> yeah, in fact, but it is white. Yeah, it is actually towards the end of the year, so it's at least 18, 19 months yeah. uh, after vintage. Uh, so it's. Uh, it's interesting, yeah. So, yeah. guys, just to tell you what this wine tastes like, I love Chardonnay as well, but I'm very critical of Chardonnay. I love extremely expensive Chardonnays most of the time. So we opened this bottle at Norman Goodfellows yesterday, and it's got this very creamy, buttery nose, which almost tricks you into believing that it's going to be quite a heavily wooded wine. And you put it into your mouth, and it's got this almost um, Pauline, Monrachet-ish attitude. It's quite tight. It's quite linear. It's quite, not astringent is not the right word, but it's citrusy. It's lemony citrusy. But it's got this creaminess on the palate that is not over-oaked. It is delicious. I loved it. Okay, I'm actually very, very happy that you picked up because on the Pauline Monrachet style, do you but also? That, I mean, we didn't no, talk about the, it yesterday. That was the brief to the winemaker. Oh yeah, taste just uh, like so baby pulling. Yeah, so we did benchmark tastings before we made the wines uh, to source the grapes and decide on the winemaking style. And the brief was no, I love Pulini really, Monrachet. absolutely. It's like it's a, a baby South African <laughs> Pulini. It yeah, is just yeah, delicious. Yeah. And you know what? You don't have to pay the two thousand rand for the Pulini Monrachet that you would have to. What are we selling? We're selling it for about four hundred and fifty yeah, rand a bottle. Yeah, around that. Around that it's yeah, worth every right. single cent. It has to be. We, I think we. Uh, your daughter's sorting it out for me. I think we'll have it in the store next week. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have to end of next week, yeah. It has to be on your tables for Christmas, guys. It is delicious. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's fantastic. It. Yeah. You can this be. Is, yeah. I think it's going to be one of the best um, Chardonnays in the country. Yeah, I really you. do think thank so. You. You've, you've, you've tasted a lot of these wines. I've uh, tasted a lot of wine, wine. especially yeah. this year. I have tasted, there's been a million people coming onto the market trying to make a plan with wine. Yeah. Your Chardonnay is superb. Yeah. And it'll be, in fact, the longevity of the wine is also what interests me because in two, three, four years' time... We'll watch uh, its evolution. Say, but yeah. for me, I want to drink it right now. Yeah, absolutely. I really <laughs> want to drink it right now. Yeah. So talking about Christmas, you have to have a bottle of each on your table, but can't think of a nicer prezi than a bottle of Chardonnay and a bottle of, of Epicurean Red Blend as yeah. a prezi for anybody that you love. They would love you... 10 times more after receiving one of those. And will respect you. And they'll respect taste. you. Respect. <laughs> for your taste. taste. <laughs> so how to, beat, how to beat the Eskom Blues? 
a little two-pack of Epicurean. That's hmm? fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. Mutz, thank you so much. Always, always. Everything you do is perfect. Thank you, you are Carrie. just such yeah. an absolute guiding, shining light for so many people in South Africa. You just get it right. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for, for coming into the studios. Thanks, Gary. Cheers. Thanks, bye. Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are. Come on. Touch HD.